0: We had, we had such a, you know, tight and concise plan for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's You're a right. pizza ranch.
1: Oh, hell yeah. That's where you can get a whole bunch of wings and pizza for, like, no money. It'll be of average quality. Tech Hockey Guide presents the Chasing McNaughton Podcast, covering the Michigan Tech Huskies and the CCHA, with your
2: host, Tim Brown, Rob Gilreath. Dustin Lindstrom and Matt Cavender.
3: Uh, welcome to episode four of season four of the Chasing McNaughton podcast, presented by Tech Hockey Guide. I'm pretended, pretend- by te- pretend- pretended by? Pre- pre- pretended by? Did I That's say what that? you just said? Yeah. Presented yeah. <laughs> by Tech Hockey Guide. Uh, <laughs> what was I singing last night? Oh, the I went to Chris Stapleton this weekend, and I was singing along to Joy. Is it Joy of My Life? It's the name of the song, I think. And I was singing it on the way down with my daughter to visit my girlfriend last night. And I kept saying joke of my life when I was singing it out loud for some reason. I have no idea why. It was weird. I kept snickering every time I did it because I didn't know why I was saying it. Anyway, I'm Tim Brown, your host. And I'm joined this week by Dustin Lindstrom. Hi, everyone. Rob Gilreath. Hey, guys. And Matt Cavender. Hello everybody. We didn't to figure out a guest for this week. We're going up to the teams up in Fairbanks right now, so we'll we'll preview that series. We'll talk about the first regular season game against Fair State and the uh thumping the development team has put on some teams so far this season including Michigan Tech. Uh I don't know what else you guys want to talk about. We'll talk about the Joe Show a little bit. We'll we'll kind of do a little bit of a preview show here too, I think, because we haven't really gotten too deep into that. But it's just uh, the four of us here. Uh, anything else you guys really want to talk about?
1: I'm having way too much fun with this new background here. You didn't even notice mm-hmm. me pour water on you.
3: <laughs>
0: no. We can be we can be gardeners instead of architects today. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. The George R. R. Martin strategy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do the thank you notes, plus a brief note from our sponsors, and we'll be back to chat about last week's games and preview the upcoming series in Fairbanks.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Fibkey Dental is a general dentistry practice located in downtown Rhinelander, Wisconsin, home of the Hodag. Look online at fibkeydental.com or find them on Facebook. They do pain free dentistry for kids, adults, people that went to great schools, and people that ended up at Northern Michigan. Stop in and say hi between 8 and 5 and tell them THG sent you. That is F-I-E-B-K-E, dental.com.
3: Uh, welcome back. Let's get right into things. It was a pretty tough weekend for the Huskies. Um, we We talked the praises of how good things went the first weekend in their two exhibition games.
1: And then they came out against
3: went... Ferris State and gave up a goal on what? The first shift?
1: Uh, first right. seven, 17 seconds into the game.
3: Yeah, the first yep. shift. Um, Played even the next 59 and a half minutes, but that's do we, not good do enough. Do we know
0: if that is the fastest goal in Ferris's history? It would be nice to be part of the record book.
3: I guess maybe we'd have that to look forward to, like... Uh, like how you and I almost stuck around to the end of that one Brewer game just to see if we could watch a no hitter in person. Even that was, it was a perfect against, game. That a was perfect a perfect game against. That was a brewer. perfect game. Three seven was, pissed, was it? When
0: it got, no, it was like top of the ninth. Was it? Yeah, it was. Just, it was a top. Yeah, it was of like at that.
3: this point, I just want the perfect game because then I get to right. witness history, even if it's the Brewers losing. Right. Right. Yeah, and I didn't
0: care about the Brewers. No, you didn't cool care. You and Bacon game. didn't care. Perfect
3: game would have been sweet. Yeah. Well, I think all
0: the Brewers fans there were cheering against the Brewers by the time the ninth inning came around.
3: At that point, you just want to see history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so then, uh, yeah, the game, I didn't get a chance to watch a whole lot of it. As I said in the intro, I was at a Chris Stapleton concert on Friday night. So I ended up watching, I turned off notifications after they gave up that first goal because I was like, I really don't need to get dinged by a bunch of goals here if it ends up being a total crap show. Uh, but uh, I I don't know. I think I checked Discord a couple times and saw it was close, so I decided to log on with eight minutes left because I wasn't all that into L. King's uh, opening act show. So I put the game on to watch the end and, and saw Tech try to do some things, but uh, it didn't work out. They didn't tie it up. And they end up losing two one to Fair State, who I think Harrison probably undersold a little bit last week. That that I think they'll they'll be pretty good. I know it's early, and who knows? But I, I think. Well, I think we were right that the league is pretty. Uh, is it's more so than last year. Even it's going to be tough top to bottom to get points on the road in this league for pretty much everybody. So I think. I don't know. What do you guys think about what happened on Friday? I don't,
0: did I predict that Ferris was going to win? I think I did. Possibly. I think this happened. I think this weekend played out kind of exactly how I expected it to. Unfortunately, it's not what I wanted to see happen, but I kind of had like the like a dreading feeling, <laughs> even though last weekend turned out okay. I don't know. I just don't. I just think there's going to be a lot of weekends like this where we struggle with something and whether it's scoring or we give up, a, you know, give up goals or, uh, like this year this, or this week, it was an early goal, right? You give up a goal 17 seconds into the game and kind of sets the tone, right?
3: Yep. And you, And it's really hard to play from behind in that building period. Like it's not an easy place.
1: It's hard to play in that building period before you get behind. Because that's one of the the points that I was thinking about the whole time is that as disappointed as I am in the results, there were significant stretches where I felt like Tech was carrying the play. They weren't getting the bounces and there was an extent to which they weren't able to get the puck in the net, but it's just a tough building to play in. And as somebody that used to play, when people talk about ice dimensions, you're like, whatever, (laughs) you should be good at the game. Like, what does the ice sheet matter? But it it sounds like it shouldn't matter until you're there standing on it, like yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that from someone who's like bounced around from like NHL sized rinks to Olympic sized rinks. The extra room makes a difference. And when I played, I played a bunch of youth hockey affairs because I'm local ish. It's it's an adjustment to play there with the lower ceilings and shorter sheet. Like it's like I don't want. I feel like Tech had the we have the talent to win those types of games and we should be winning those types of games. And I'm not happy with the loss, but with that being said for it being the first league game in a very weird building, it's tough technically, me to be... it wasn't a league game? game. That was a non-conference. Uh, game. But, yeah. yeah, you're right. It was a non-conference. Uh...
3: Well, I, and I said earlier, yeah, or I the, think I said this in discord for the first, game that game was the least thing, important so, yeah. game of the season. It's true. It's a non-conference game against a league opponent. Yep. It's the least important game of the year because it it hurts you the least because of being non-conference. So there's no loss in points for standings, and it's non-conference so, or it's so it's against a conference opponent. So it doesn't hurt the conference nearly as much, or it doesn't hurt the conference really at all from a a pairwise perspective. It's so, completely
0: net neutral for pairwise.
3: Yep. So it sucks, but at the same time, like, I mean, obviously this team's going to go through growing pains. I don't expect this team to make the NCAA tournament, but I think Jonathan Zameda's attitude that we're, that we're going to suck, which is what I kind of got out of his comments on discord. I, I, I don't think I'm there yet, but at the same time, you know, if things don't go well this weekend and then in two weeks when they play St. Lawrence, like you, you're, Your chances of making a tournament dry up really fast. Not that I expect them to or anything, but I'm not saying this team can't find a way. Yeah, but it's unlikely.
1: Whereas I fall into the pit of being like too positive, and I feel like my that like being introspective is like maybe I should be harder sometimes. Zemaitis falls into the trap of being too negative. (laughs) I'm trying to find a way to to balance those two because it's been a tough thing to call so far. Their first weekend was. Really fun to see our second one a lot to be desired, you know
3: yep and and that's what you're gonna see with a young team, yep, one weekend could be great, the next weekend's gonna be a struggle and and hopefully the hopefully there's enough good ones or even on a bad night that they can find a way to play uh, play to their strengths and and limit their their mistakes, but who knows?
1: Yeah, in regards to the U.S. game, I uh, I kind of went in there thinking of it as a wash. I don't know. That's just my perspective as a fan. Like, knowing the game doesn't really matter. I just kind of went there to have fun and meet up with some people, not really having any expectation for how the game was going to go. I knew that Tech would probably be wanting to play the B or C team or, like, guys that are borderline making the roster, just see how they respond to that type of environment. All right, Tim, you're freaking me out now. <laughs> <laughs> for for those that are listening on a on a non-video section we're trying out this thing where we're all like on the chasing mcnaughton logo and tim's playing with how big his like avatar is and it's <laughs> but anyway I i went in there expecting to see probably a loss just by the way i was expecting us to use that game but i was a little disheartened to see the way in which they lost that makes sense? Just because I didn't expect us to get shelled. Like, we never belonged in the building, you know?
3: Well, what was the – now I put this on the wrong screen, so I can't do that. Um, what was the deal – like, how bad did they beat Notre Dame? Was that an overtime?
2: They beat them 5-3. No, no, it was a regular season, a regular time game. They beat Lake State 5-2. They beat Michigan State 4-3 at, at Munn. So they're not a bad team, and people are oh. acting like just because it's the, no, this might be the
3: best development team yeah in a while they're, right? they're
2: pretty fantastic, so you know people are acting like it's it's a team that we should go in and and beat up on I think are a little ignorant of what that team is
0: in a, in a down year, the development team can beat good college hockey teams it, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah it,
2: for sure
3: well, and especially when you're well, looks like my camera's gonna die here. Oh you no! The whole oh. background goes away. Oh no! Now we're no. all just Tim Brown. Oh, this is not oh. good. <laughs> there. No. Oh, oh no. How do
0: I? There. There you go. But you should change it to the um the the Mount Rushmore and then arrange us so that we're on yeah. Mount Rushmore.
1: That'd be excellent, actually.
3: Um anyway the yeah i think i think one thing the other thing too is uh, we'll get into more of the joe show later but the big thing that i took away from the joe show was was joe talking about how like the guys were dumping the puck and taking icings and he was like i'm not taking a time i'll figure it out guys like this is like he used that game as a learning opportunity for the guys they're going to be put in tough situations this is the time to figure that stuff out and And maybe it didn't work, you know, like it wasn't about winning that game. It was about making those guys work and learn from situations and be put up against that kind of speed and skill and see how they do.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of Joe's comments around it was he took a lot of positives on it. Like he knows a little bit more about who's ready for the lineup, who needs to show him a little bit more. I think that's the right way for fans to take it as well, because it's just – it's a game that doesn't matter. We might as well plug in some players that were, were on the verge of making it, seeing if they need to prove a little bit more in practice or whatever, see if the guys are ready to make that step. It's its pretty much how I went in watching that game. And for those that saw me at that game, I apologize. I was in a suite with, with Scott Wombold, and he was letting me have beer, which was not a good decision, but <laughs> –
3: <laughs> So what what rink was that game at, Matt?
1: USA Hockey Arena,
3: which is the used to be Compuware, right?
1: We used to be Compuware, which used to house the Whalers. Yes. So when the Whalers left, um, that's when the development team, uh, stopped sharing Yoast with. You Michigan went to Hartford,
3: no,
2: Connecticut. The Plymouth
1: Whalers. The Plymouth, Whalers.
2: <laughs> the Plymouth the Whalers.
1: They were an oh, OHL team. Like OHL. Brock. No. Oh. no like Plymouth,
2: Michigan. Plymouth, Michigan.
1: Oh, a Plymouth, Minnesota. Stop looking so. <laughs> I know that
0: there's a Plymouth, Minnesota, but I knew that you weren't in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, Plymouth, yeah, Michigan. Yeah, Plymouth. And Michigan. plus, there aren't
0: any good rinks in Plymouth, Minnesota.
1: <laughs> well, there is a pretty decent one in Plymouth, Michigan. I it, I don't. I can go off on so, a rant about how I'm upset about. Oh, it, is it you know, named after? So, team. since
0: it's in Michigan, is it named after the car, or is a car named after the city?
1: It's a good question. I honestly, you're from Michigan.
0: Know. This is this is trivia that you should know about your state. <laughs>
1: I don't know. There's more weird pieces of trivia that I know. Like Pontiac was a uh, like Cherokee chief. That's how the city got named, and the car was named after the city.
0: It was also a football Definitely. dome.
1: <laughs> That's where I saw my first NFL game and one of the rare Lions wins I was ever in attendance for. And I was too young to appreciate it. <laughs> I've been, fun fact,
0: I have also been in for a Lions win. It was against the Vikings at the Metrodome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> was this in like the mid-90s? Was this like a Barry Sanders? Bike, it was a Barry, uh, yeah. Barry was Sanders, Sanders
0: Lions? yeah. yeah was, Brad Johnson was a quarterback for the Vikings and Barry Sanders. And I think the funny thing was, Barry Sanders wasn't the Lions' leading rusher for that game. I think <laughs> the, the Randall Cunningham was their quarterback or something like that, and he ran for like 120 yards.
3: How about that? that?
0: I don't. I, now mean, I gotta Google it.
3: I mean, Andre? Ware Maybe?
0: No, I'm pretty sure it's Randall Cunningham. Because in the next year, Randall Cunningham came to the Vikings, and that was '98 when the Vikings were really good. I don't remember him being a Lion, but
1: all right. Well, now that we've successfully become a Lions podcast for a little bit, um, yeah, USA Hockey Arena is a it's a fun experience, and it frustrates me that the the Plymouth community. They're kind of heartbroken at losing the the Plymouth Whalers. And to an extent, I get that. But to another extent, like the foundation that the United States is using to develop players that they would like to see in the NHL is in your town. And they play against a quality USHL schedule against other teams that you have older guys. Add to that the fact that top-notch college hockey teams come to town on the regular. Like, BU has played there. North Dakota has played there. Those teams yeah. just sometimes come to town. If yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you.
3: Barry Sanders had 138 yards in that game, Dustin. That
1: makes huh. sense. But yeah, so Scott, was, Mitchell,
3: because... Scott Mitchell had seven rushing. Okay,
0: so it was Barry Sanders. Maybe he played quarterback that game.
3: <laughs> anyway, back, back, to, back to the U.S. development team and Plymouth, yeah. uh, Michigan.
1: And what I was saying is that if I'm a Plymouth resident, the first thing I do is put down on season tickets for the development team because I'm going to see young kids that are going to be in the NHL one day playing against kids that might be in the NHL next year. Like it's and it's. Really yeah, I don't know. I don't know do, why you know? would
3: like. Uh, I don't understand how that. Like how how is like the quality of that team is so superior? It's unbelievable! To, like the rest oh, of it's good the the ushl that like if you can fill a barn in waterloo iowa why can't you fill a barn in plymouth michigan with the quality that they have I,
1: I it's i think it's just one of those things where they view it as a lesser league than the ohl which is to an extent as people that are kind of in the know and kind of get into hockey that much we know is kind of a ridiculous notion but I see it a lot and like just to compare it to Muskegon real quick. They used to have the Muskegon Lumberjacks of the uh the IHL and the Muskegon Fury of the UHL and those are both professional teams. And now that they have a USHL team, they don't care about it as much. A lot of people there are just like, Well, we used to have pro hockey, now we've got a high school team. So they like reduce their capacity by half and they still don't allow it. So it's I, I know it's but- not <laughs> But, but it's, no, it's like a hundred times better
3: thing. than Muskegon high school hockey.
1: <laughs> I agree. The thing is that people don't, I try to explain this to anyone there is like, everyone's like, everyone's like, Oh, isn't that like the high school team? And I'm like, you, mm, all these kids it might are be, going but it's a high play. school
3: all-star team is what it yes. is.
1: <laughs> like like yeah. take the best kid on like Mona shores, which is where Justin Ablicator played. That's like their claim to fame. Take the best player on Mona shores, multiply him by 10. And that's the whole team. Yeah. You know,
3: there's there's what a handful of kids on each team that aren't already committed to a D1 school.
1: It is more rare to look at a roster sheet and see a kid that is not committed to play somewhere. Yeah. You know, they're going to be playing great, meaningful hockey very soon, even if they are younger. You know,
0: it's it's like just West Detroit. Plymouth, yeah. Yeah, it's a suburb.
1: It's a a suburb. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. And according to Google, the arena is not even in
1: Plymouth. Is it not Canton, to be confused
2: or... with South Detroit, made famous
1: by, you know, that song.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah, we're talking about Windsor, Ontario. The,
0: the <laughs> arena is not in the city limits of Plymouth, Michigan, according to the Google. But...
1: Where is it technically? A Canton or what?
0: Uh, I don't know. Northville?
1: Okay, that makes sense. That's like by Novi. Yeah, that that tracks.
0: I think it's, yeah, I think Northville, like according to Google.
1: That's the township kind of in like that. That area of the world. Well, everything's
3: Plymouth Township, it says here, but whatever. Hmm. USA Hockey Arena, right?
0: That's what I'm assuming we're talking about.
3: That is the
1: place. Yeah.
0: Now we've got our Michigan sports history and our Michigan geography lesson in for the day.
1: There you go. Yeah. And I was hoping to have my article out by now, but it's been a lot of a lot of editing especially talking to Sleephack, Pack and I had some stuff in there that I was just unnecessarily editorializing that just want to make sure I'm coming at it the right way and making sure that there's that. no way I can word this in which I could lead to a defamation lawsuit against
3: <laughs> but
1: I am just, just if that I'm, happens I'm in
0: no way associated with this organization yeah. <laughs> I am.
1: I don't know when he said if that, that happens, that I'll probably answer. be
3: upset that it's a sole proprietor and not a. Well, no, I guess I do have an LLC now, so I should be okay. it will just go bankrupt.
1: I'll take hockey Guide's LLC me <laughs> out, but and but my goal here is not to, and I'm, it's it's not to bag on Mel Pearson any more than the the internet already does to him. It's just to help a guy tell his story and help help heal himself a little bit you know
3: yeah we got no problem with that i need to read it yet but uh we'll get yeah, on that um, we also need to get our website working properly again i don't know yeah. what's going on
1: I, my my tentative goal now is is friday i want to have sleep take another look especially because he's just good with legal ramifications and stuff so i don't think anything in there is why don't like, you have
0: our actual lawyer on staff look at it yeah <laughs>
1: Who is our lawyer on staff? <laughs>
3: Nathaniel Bros is oh, that's, in law school. Is he done with law school now? I don't think he's done yet, but I think it's okay. just gotten to the point where it's easier for him to have time, especially since I'm not asking him to do weekly.
1: Yeah, that might be a good idea to have him say, hey, if you're in law school, this might be a good idea to make sure there isn't anything like we can get sued for in here. <laughs> no. I don't believe there to be, but. Just put, al- just put a whole bunch of
0: just put a whole bunch of leaves in there and you're covered.
1: Allegedly. <laughs> it seems like. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Those things, yeah.
0: Oh, there's a Cooperstown in North Dakota. Wonder if they have any Hall of Fames.
1: I don't know. Doesn't like Ishpeming or Nagani have the U.S. Ski Hall of Fame? So one not surprise. Yeah, me. that's that's over there
3: for ski jumping. I
1: right. think it's for all skiing. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Haven't been there. Yeah, it's from... this.
2: It's you drive by it on forty one.
0: I don't see any Hall of Fames in Cooperstown, North Dakota.
1: All right, we're going a little too far off the rails. Let's try to reel it in and do something
3: home of the hematites. we had we had such a
0: you know tight and concise plan for this podcast (laughs) (laughs) oh there's a pizza ranch
1: oh hell yeah that's where you can get a whole bunch of wings and pizza for like no money and it'll be of average quality but boy if you don't get a lot of it
0: yeah hey i'm not gonna be here advocating for the high quality of pizza ranch i'm not a real big fan Me (laughs) either but you're right. You can definitely pound a lot of pizza and wings if you want.
1: If you want to eat a whole lot of average quality food, that's the place to go. So
0: is there anything else hockey related that we should talk about? Or are we just very like unmotivated <laughs> to talk about this team?
1: I don't know <laughs> well, if that's you know, it. I just feel well, it doesn't help that we couldn't
3: watch games. the second game without yeah, paying 25 bucks just for that game uh i missed the first game and the based on what i heard it didn't sound like it was one i really wanted to watch later uh plus i had
2: a i don't think so i don't think it was a bad game and it didn't win but it wasn't that it wasn't like it was a bad game i felt like
1: a decent game yeah yeah it's just i don't feel like there's a whole lot to recap right now i feel like to this point we've been so thorough in our analyses that We just kind of need to see something happen, and we haven't had a whole lot happen yet. And that's where I feel like this weekend might come in. I think the Nanooks are going to be a good test. They play on the bigger ice. Historically, we do a little bit better on bigger ice, but we also have to put in the Alaska factor. We're just the whole getting out there, getting over your jet lag, just the Everything that goes into going to Alaska can really take a lot out of a team, and I think we saw that with uh, Anchorage's win over Western uh, the other week. So, I'm I'm not quite sure what to make of how this series is going to go because I think there are some things that are going our way and some things that are probably going the Nanooks' way, namely the fact that they are at home. But yeah, so me, so, so far this
3: up. year they played the exhibition against Simon Fraser and beat them six 0 and then they had a home series against American International where they tied 1-1 and and won 2-1. And they went down to St. Thomas and won 4-2 and lost 3-2 in overtime. So it's kind of a mixed bag. They haven't necessarily, from our perspective, I, I guess I don't know what to think of American International this year. I think they lost a lot from last year, right?
1: I believe that to be the case, yeah.
3: So the...
1: But you know, American International yeah. is just one of
0: those teams that they don't rebuild; they just reload,
3: right? Because we've seen well, them do that. The, they've been the good that long. Gotcha. Well, for,
0: <laughs> for the ECAC,
1: that's true. But I guess the other the other side of that is I don't know what to make of this Western team yet either. With they've lost a whole lot. They're like Bussy was is, an awesome goaltender. They lost Ethan Frank. A whole lot of their top end scoring.
3: What does Western uh, have to do with this?
1: Well, I'm I'm talking about when uh I was just going back to when I was talking about the Alaska factor and how much I could take out of you to go up there and play. And I figured that could be a factor in how they lost. They, okay, yeah. So,
3: well, the other thing you got to remember too with the Alaska factor like, it's the Alaska factor. And then with Western, they literally played the first day that you're allowed to like really practice, like, they played the first day. And you have to remember that the Alaska schools get to start early because of travel days. So they usually do have an advantage on those like first couple days.
1: For me, it was just like that was a very eye-opening loss for how dominant they were last season and didn't they lose just coming back as a program. Right. They they played Anchorage, not Fairbanks, yeah. I'm yeah. completely But he's talking about he's talking about
3: the fact that Western, <laughs> a good team, lost to Anchorage, who's likely worse than Fairbanks in Anchorage, oh, okay. saying the Alaska factor of traveling could have implications on why we don't play as well as maybe we should because we had to travel. Uh, I get, I get it, but yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I said in a much better way. Thank you.
3: Yes. <laughs> so now you know. I think. I guess the one thing that we have going for us is Fairbanks just came from Minnesota. So they were here and are going back as well. Like they have to, they acclimated to the Midwest and are going back. So they have the same travel we did this week. To some extent. That's true. I, I feel like it doesn't
0: affect you as much, though, when you're going home, but it True. is still travel. It's still travel. Yeah.
1: yeah. And That's just one of the grueling parts about being in Alaska school is it's going to be hell travel all the time.
3: Yeah. And then it'll be interesting. The games are Thursday, Friday this week.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to stay up until 2 a.m. on a work night to watch tech hockey.
2: <laughs> I am kind of glad I'm off this week <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> I
0: will not be staying up to listen to the game until two.
3: <laughs> so there. So is it 1037 for us here in Minnesota? Yeah. We'll it's Minnesota eleven eleven thirty-seven puck drop for those in Houghton. And then it's eleven uh um Friday night,
1: right? I believe so, yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Which will be great because I'm going to Red Wings opener and it should be starting up right about the time I'm uh, going into my buddy's house. Nice. Yeah.
3: Well, I'll see how it goes and how much I decide to stay up. Um, I don't know how late I'll stay up Thursday, Friday. I'll probably stay up and listen or watch. Because those will be on flow too, right? is not Fairbanks on flow? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, they'll nice. be on flow.
1: Yep. Well what is kind of nice about Anchorage is they're just putting all their games on YouTube for free. And I also love the vibe of the smaller barn they're in. Like it's not as nice as uh where they were playing. I bet. But
0: is that is is that still the dump that they're in a couple of years ago?
1: Yep. But. I kind of like it because they get that place rocking with the few fans that are there. They really can make an atmosphere in there. It's kind of cool.
0: Hmm. I'll take your word for it.
1: Yeah, when I heard they I was... were giving Western a run, I threw it on and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of neat. <laughs>
2: Do you work in manufacturing, product design, or product development? Is your business trying to improve efficiency while also producing at scale? Livonia Technical Services can help. They provide world-class quality improvement training and consulting for failure modes and effect analysis, product development, and cost reduction. All things that could help Northern Michigan assemble a competent defense. If you think your business could use a prevention mindset and reduce manufacturing costs, a partnership with Livonia Technical Services might be right for you. Check them out at livoniatech.net. That's L I V O N I A tech dot net.
3: We fund everything a tech hockey guide from listeners like you. You can show your support by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash techhockeyguide. Whether you're interested in question priority, access to patron-only Zoom chats with coaches and players, Instat deep dives, extended versions of the podcast, unedited video or audio, early access, or commercial-free listening, there's a level for you. We also now have 15% discounts off annual memberships with tiers ranging from $2 to $50 per month. Again, sign up at patreon.com slash techhockeyguide. guide Welcome back to the podcast after my computer decided to take a dump on our boring conversation about baseball in Alaska, which we will now continue.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, Tim, while you were away, we discovered, and Rob already knew this, apparently, but Fairbanks has a baseball team. Okay. And Barry Bonds played for them.
2: Really?
1: The Alaska Gold Panthers.
3: Now, why did he play for them?
2: Well it's a summer summer league, uh collegiate summer league team.
1: Like, okay. the, like
0: the Northwoods League, but yep. a different league. Okay. And and Dave Winfield.
3: Dave Winfield too, huh? Yeah. Isn't he the Dave isn't the the fact on Dave Winfield that he's like the only player to be drafted into three professional sports?
0: Four. Four, four leagues.
3: Four leagues, three sports.
0: Three sports and four leagues, yes. Yeah,
3: cuz he was drafted for baseball football and basketball and basketball okay
0: what and two, two leagues he... in one of them two leagues two there ba- were it... there
3: two basketball
1: leagues back then there might have been to...
3: was it have been usfl and nfl could that could have been two yeah i'm
1: also reading that there used to be a team called the anchorage glacier pilots that had <laughs> mark that had mark mcguire play for them oh boy i, I wanted
3: at the same time? I think so. Speaking of random facts, have any of you guys watched uh The Greatest Beer Run Ever yet? No. no. No? No. So it's on Apple TV Plus or whatever, the streaming service. And apparently it's based on a true story about a guy that made a wonderful decision in a bar one night that he was going to go deliver beers to a bunch of buddies from the neighborhood in Vietnam during the
2: Vietnam War. Oh, I so, do. I have heard of this story. So, I did not know there was a movie or a show about it.
3: Yeah, so the guy who the movie's based on wrote a book, and that's where they got the idea to make the movie, but it's a Farley brother movie. It's just one of them. I forget which one. Peter, I think. Um, But anyway, we're watching the movie, my girlfriend and I, and he's supposed to fly out of Vietnam to get the hell out of there and meet up with his ship. And then they start talking, and I'm like... Okay, there's a couple plot points from the preview that haven't happened yet. So he's obviously not getting out on time, right? So I'm watching the movie, and somebody tells him Happy New Year, and he's like, oh, you're a couple months late. And he's like, no, 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 it's Vietnamese New Year. And I'm like, oh. So the reason he doesn't get to go home is because tomorrow's the Tet Offensive (laughs) when when we had the ceasefire for (laughs) Vietnamese New Year. And I'm sitting here going, and she's like, "How did you know that?" I'm like, "I don't know. My brain has random shit in it, and sometimes it clicks." I'm sorry, (laughs) like it was the weirdest thing.
0: I had that moment yesterday when we were watching some show about the Donner Party, and I started being like, "Oh yeah, this, this, that, not you know, spouting off all kinds of random facts about the Donner Party," and I'm like. I don't know why I know a bunch
3: of random stuff about the Donner Party. Because like, back which, when the history party camp... was good, or the History Channel was good, we learned a bunch of shit about <laughs> like you know,
0: yeah, you know they... which which camp did they actually eat people at and which camp didn't they eat people at and stuff like that. <laughs> like, like somehow that is stuck in my head, like
3: Yeah. Nope. So he was so Dave Winfield was drafted by the NBA ABA uh Uh the nfl and mlb
0: yeah so it's two two basketball basketball and if i remember right he'd never played football before or something like that and he was drafted into the nfl he he didn't
2: play college football i believe
0: yeah and he was drafted into the nfl just being your athleticism
3: apparently he's one of six players to ever be drafted by three professional
1: sports interesting
0: that's a that's a Um, great fun fact
3: yeah i've never heard of any of these other people well that's not true i think i've heard of jojo white because he played on some good celtics teams i think all right so what what did you take from the joe show
2: today rob Oh, well, like I said, not much. I think Joe's setting himself up for the fact that this year is going to be a bit of a different year than last year. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. is the feeling I got from it is that there, there isn't going to uh, – <laughs> it, it's going to be a little different year. We don't have the firepower up front that we did. Lost a lot of folks, right, that, that carried the scoring, that carried the team. Yep. And uh, this year is a learning and rebuilding year. You know, it's one of the things he he talked about the team not being where he wants it to be from a recruiting standpoint, a little bit. I don't know. That's the most of the stuff I got from it basically was, you know, don't get your hopes up too high this year. This one's a a rebuild year, basically.
0: Tech fans, recalibrate your expectations right now. Yeah.
2: Yep. Exactly. That's, and that's that's
0: that's not, and that's not even really a bad thing. You can have rebuilding years. That's fine. It's not the end of the world.
1: No, I think the most
3: most important thing, honestly, is just to see the growth and development of the players that have more than this year left. Right. And to see see this team uh, rise to the occasion often enough that Mm -hmm. you see signs of improvement as the year goes on. And Joe has always been good about that, other than the one year where the, the locker room turned toxic, where it's always felt like Joe... Joe just gets better as the year goes on. And maybe he can, maybe this is the kind of team that could find a way to peak at the right time and make a run in the CCHA playoffs. But yeah, I don't think expectations are very high. I think you've got a want for home ice, but it's, it's a, it's going to be tough in this league. I think home, home
0: uh, ice be a very, very, it's an attainable goal. It's a very good accomplishment for this team, I think. It, yeah. It, it, it's, you know, last year was different.
3: Yeah. Last year was the year we had circled for like four years. Mm-hmm. Saying this freshman class or that, you know, the seniors last year, you know, that was the year. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what you get out of this team as time goes on and and who... You know, this a lot of the stuff like I wish I'd gotten a chance to watch more of the games this weekend other than the eight minutes I did get to watch, because it's hard for me to say that they weren't doing the things that they were the first weekend when I didn't get a chance to to watch as much as I normally would and and have more of a feel for um like the the how much time the guys were spending in the hard ice. And I actually, I don't even know if the development team game ended up on, uh, in stat. Did it, Matt? Did you look?
1: I have not. I have okay. not.
3: And sometimes that stuff takes longer than Monday night to show up for a mm-hmm. Saturday or Sunday game. So yeah. we'll see how that stuff goes. Um, yeah, I, it's, it could be a long season, I'm sure it'll have some fun moments. I think the one thing maybe I'm looking forward to this year is tampering my own expectations and just going into it to have fun watching the team versus, you know, like there's going to be some oh, losses maybe that I'm frustrated with, but it's, it's, it's not like you're going into every game expecting that you're the better team and should find a way to win you're going with the
0: the lions fan point of view instead of a packers fan point of view
3: right right
1: yeah my Uh, my point of view is i want to tune in on sunday and feel like we have a chance to win the game which i did not get this week but over (laughs) yeah that was a bad
3: one for you well i I think i would have rather had yours than mine i would have just gone back to bed if my team got smoked like that instead of staying up to watch them crumble in this second half and
1: I'd rather watch them crumble because to me crumbling means that they were competitive for a good amount of time, but that's me. But um, regardless, I think that's a a healthy mindset to have about the team because I think that these younger players are going to the one, like seeing, seeing Kukin in play was pretty cool. I think he's got what it takes to, to, to develop into a star at the NCAA level. I think it's, he's going to be a fun one to watch for years to come. I think there's just, there's, there's. Even though we have a young team and it's going to be frustrating to watch them grow, we're going to watch them grow into something that I think we can be really proud of. So I think it's going to be a good building block year, and I think it's a good way to look at it.
3: Yep. And then yeah, it'll well, be interesting to see what uh, the guys can recruit this year. Like what, what, what improvements do we have in who gets oh, yeah, committed this year?
2: That is the other one thing that he talked about a little bit on the show too. Is Jordy Murray being here, right? Yeah, we ended up here and, you know, <laughs> uh, where it was statement about uh, long term tech isn't going to be where he's going to be. Right. He will move on at some point. But, you know, it's his, his first go at, at it. So, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully he does well and, and grows into the role. <laughs> Sorry,
3: I'm watching Monday Night Football and some girl had a sign that said Travis Kelsey is my hall pass.
1: Oh, that's funny! I like that. Um,
3: <laughs> As he scores his third touchdown of the night, which I hope he's not wasting all his touchdowns on this game because I don't need him this week. I hope I'm not going against him this week. Yeah,
1: yeah, I have to go check that real quick because the only other guy that I'm playing against only has one player, and I don't think it was Kelsey. But
0: I'm I'm already out of it in one league, so I don't really doesn't really matter.
3: But let's just mm-hmm. look at the other one. I mean if he's going to do this he might as well get a couple more so he can totally ball out and I can get like high week but mm-hmm. whatever.
1: Yeah, to kind of refocus back on the thing that the people listen to us for. Um I hope that hey, they they enjoy
3: gonna, our random Monday night stuff, I think. That's I fair. That's
1: too, I, I think I think they do, but I'm just I'm going um, against I, Jack- I got a, I got Jacobs. a jab. I got a jab. But what I was trying to say is one of the things that I hope we improve upon this year is that, you know, Joe already outwardly said that we need to do a better job of recruiting usual kids. I hope that We're out there and kind of pushing the USHL hard this year. That's kind of what my hope would be. I would hope we don't say that out there in public forum and then don't go do something about it, you know?
0: Well, that kind of goes back to discussions that we've had about recruiting in past years, right? We're talking about the difference between NAHL and USHL. And I feel like we've already touched on that, that we had seen a drift towards NAHL and less USHL teams and identifying that as an issue. Yep. So I'm glad to see that the Joe and the staff also sees it the same way. Cause it, to me, it seems like they've identified an issue and it's an issue that we also identified and they're going to fix it.
3: Matt, you were there. What did, what was your impression of Topi Heiskanen on Friday?
1: What I will honestly tell you is at Ferris, it's tough to watch the game from a fan perspective.
3: I suppose. Because you don't get like to it's, be up yes, as high it's, as you want. It's,
1: I don't get to be up as high as I want. There's a lot of things that I just don't get to see unfold. hmm Um my initial impressions are are pretty positive. I think he's got some potential to really like quarterback some plays. I think he might be a good power play guy down the line. But I I do need to Put it with a grain of salt that it's at that point, it's just more being there to help provide an energy for the team and to not have to drive nine hours to see tech. Because for me, it's just the point of being there, mm-hmm. even though I do try to watch, I try to see individual players and watch plays develop. But it's tough at fairness, you know. No, that's
3: that's fine. I thought I'd ask yeah. you because I didn't get a chance to watch the focus on it, but yeah, but it seems obvious that we got a dude out of. Vernon so far like yeah. he gave he, up some goals but yeah. he's made some plays Uh like I think yeah. I think we've good. got we've got another goalie that um, we can expect to see good things out of over the next four years Um yep. so it seems like you know two out of the three guys they got from uh, Finland are going to be useful for this team and then the third one we have to assume is on the same level. It's just sad that he's got the, the back injury. That's going to keep him out for this season, I believe. Yep. Um, and, and talking about recruiting,
0: regardless, that is a bright spot that is what they've if, done overseas
3: has definitely been good. Yeah. I, I would, I, I want to see more out of Peterson and hopefully our Petterson this weekend. I get a chance to actually watch and pay more attention to him. Um, yeah. I think, the the bright spot of recruiting has been the European infusion over the last couple of years. I agree with that. And hopefully we can start plucking some more kids. I think some of the kids that have committed recently that are a little younger uh, fit the mold of more of what they're looking for. It seems like they're kids that, you know, were highly, uh, like, did very well at, like, USA Select camps and those kind of things. So they should be players that uh, Michigan Tech that they should be players that Michigan Tech was competing with quality teams to get the the right to go. You know, they're not play like, and they're not. And the other thing about them too is like uh, Brandon Hilton and Scoggin Schrock Schrott are guys that um, like Schrott's only sixteen and he's in the USHL now like that's a good sign. Yep. Uh Brandon Hilton's not but at the same time he was on a I believe he was on a select team. Um and then uh, yeah, so you've got a lot of younger guys that are already in some better leagues. Obviously you got Chase Pena but he's got the family connection. But still like I think at least a few of the guys that they've got the next 2 years lined up are are going to be players. So hopefully that can continue, and we just need to do better about getting some more, um, you know, finding some USHL guys. And I hope Joe doesn't get in trouble for it because I didn't think he was allowed to even say names, but he mentioned the name of at least one of the two guys or a couple guys on the US development team that wasn't committed yet and talked about some interest or, or knowing that, he like it, I don't know, I hope he doesn't get in trouble for saying that if anybody that could get him in trouble listened, but uh, I think it's good that we're at what well, the one player he mentioned the most was somebody who's not really in the development program but gets kind of gets a call up as a older kid when they play games against college teams, I guess, uh, which is allowed, um yeah, I didn't
2: know that was a thing until he yeah. said something about it anything else guys um not for me no
1: i've got some due diligence to do um so scott wombold who's been a follower of the blog for a long time ended up uh, giving me one of his tickets for his suite for the national development team and the Mm -hmm. only thing he wanted in return was for me to uh plug some of his tabletop games and some of the games that he's uh he's working on so he sent me a script here and this is what it is So he's got a game called Atomic Hot Rod Hovercrafts, and it is a sci-fi racing RPG. It's played using a deck of cards for groups of five to ten players. It's available on DriveThroughRPG.com or greatlakesgamelibrary.com, along with a lot of games on a pay-what-you-want kind of basis. He's also uh, uploading a new version of Fang, which is a social deduction game, kind of like Werewolf or Mafia, and it's designed to be played over Discord. He is hanging out in our Discord. He's plugged it there. If you're interested in playing, please let him know.
3: I didn't know we were that cheap to get an ad spot there.
1: If you Matt. give me a ticket to a game, <laughs> if you let me sit in your box and you let me drink your beer uh, and uh, yell at not the lady just... next to me,
3: so what? Uh, so what? No, I'm not going to go there. The level is the level great.
0: is it needs to be a sweet ticket. Okay, I think that's a good <laughs> <it> needs, <laughs> sweet a regular, ticket. Regular, beer
1: in regular hand. ticket. Yeah. Sweet to get beer yes. in hand. That's the that's the <laughs> price. So thank you, Scott. I appreciate you. Hope we can get you a couple more people to play with.
0: Well, let's Scott? just record a whole bunch of crap.
3: Let's just record a bunch of crap.
0: <laughs> just random conversations and then let what's his name try to
1: do liner notes on it. What's the most <laughs> annoying sound you could make right now? I am genuinely interested. Oh uh, no. No,
3: <laughs> actually, I did have something for you guys. Okay. Let's see if you guys can figure this out. If, if it's still, if that, there we go. So I was watching TikTok the other day and a podcaster did this on there. And I wish I could, I made the graphic, but I'll try and make a graphic for later. So we've got name this NHL team based on where some of their players played college. Okay. Uh, are we talking current players currently on the roster? Currently on an NHL team. Okay. And I I went for the best player at each position but I just took two wings cuz they didn't necessarily have two left or have a left wing and a right wing, a true winger on each side. Okay, so you two name wings. Like... It's two wings, a center, a defenseman and a fore and a goalie. Okay.
0: So so we're limiting it to teams that have a college goalie.
3: Yeah. Dustin will probably get this the moment I say the goalie, the goalie's school. So uh, at at wing, we've got Boston University. At center, we've got Michigan. At wing, we've got michigan at defense we've got north dakota any guesses yet
0: no i'm trying since since you gave me that since you gave me that hint i'm trying to remember where cam Talbot got traded to (laughs) and
3: and the and and for goalie we have alabama huntsville
1: (laughs) shoot um i'm gonna say (laughs) buffalo
3: well, you're close, geographically speaking, but no.
0: I I just don't remember who the wild traded him to. It was somebody <laughs> out not,
1: there. It's not the leaves. Nope. It's geographically that way. I'm thinking
3: And I like how Rob's silent because he's like, I don't do the NHL.
2: The NHL, yeah, I stopped caring after kids graduate. <laughs> yeah. I watch tech players play in the NHL and that's about it. Um so we need to
3: make Rob do this research so that we can do this some other time because the <laughs> oh, three of been, us can guess. Is it the Devils? Nope. All right.
2: I mean, if we're just going to shout NHL teams, I can play that game. What's that? If we're just going to shout NHL teams, I know. Why, t- I, well, gave,
3: I gave. a hint. It's <laughs> geographically just, it, somewhat well, yeah. close to Buffalo. Just,
1: and I'm tr- be like the Leafs or the. It's not the Leafs because the, the Senators. It's the Ottawa Senators. There you go. If I yeah. heard Arizona State, I knew it was going to be Seattle right away. But <laughs> that's <laughs> well, why I, I knew based it on that
0: I knew based on that hint. I was trying to remember where Talbot was because that's that had right to it, been. Yeah.
3: And this is actually the team. So they took the starting lineup, which I thought was wrong because when I looked at a depth chart, they didn't have Talbot as the starter. They had the other guy, um, but they basically took the starting lineup and put the logo up of each team that they came from so like two of the starters are actually like uh, Tyler Mott is not the starting right wing but he was the other winger that had a college that played college so I picked him so it was Brady uh, Kachuk, Josh Norris Tyler Mott, Jake Sanderson and Cam Talbot I couldn't find another defenseman on the team that played college they all played major juniors or for from uh, Europe somewhere Um, but they put up the graphic of the, of the whole lineup and they put, and they showed like the, whoever the top right winger was and the other defensemen were like, uh, moose jaw warriors or whatever it is. I don't even know. But like, so it was like their major junior team, um, which none of us really know those logos. So I didn't think it was fair to go that direction. So I tried to find the the college players. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Maybe we can try and do that regularly. I'll make yeah, it Rob do, do just, the research. We now. need to spice yeah. this up a little bit. Yeah. Get the graphic.
0: Yeah. Now that you, we figured out how to put like, pictures on a screen.
1: One minute remaining in the podcast.
3: Uh, all right. I think the lovely uh, crash is a good opportunity for me to fit the other commercial break-ins. I don't need to do it now. Uh, well, that should do it for this episode of the Chasing McNaughton podcast. Please check out our Patreon and join by visiting patreon.com slash techhockeyguide. Let me do that before I forget now. We have two new patrons this week. We got Paul Neinfeldt and Charles Dickerson. Thanks for signing up today, As we uh, earlier today as we recorded. Both of them took advantage of the new feature that we added about a month ago where you can pay for a year, or you can pay a year at a time and get a, I think it's a 15% discount. Um, I think that's right. So get a couple bucks off if you go for a full year instead of paying by the month. Um, and that helps us support everything we do here from getting our ad, which you guys, if you watch uh, the games next weekend, uh, you'll see it. Or if you'd have watched the, uh, the games last weekend, you would have noticed that it's in the, uh, the attacking zone twice, kind of underneath the uh, rail five five five, in a in a pretty damn good spot. Honestly, I'm pretty happy with it. So that's yeah, cool. a lot
1: of board battles happen that way.
3: Yeah. Um. Thanks, Dirk. Yep. Thanks, Dirk. Uh, you can submit questions through Twitter, Facebook, or on our Patreon page. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you can't get the can't find the podcast on your set of choice. Please let us know and won't make it happen. The more you rate, review, and share, the more people we can reach. So tell your friends. Uh, as we've been saying for a little while, we need some more ratings. So if you guys want to rate us five stars, Dustin will read the review that you leave with that rating. Uh, no matter what it says. So let's get some ratings and see what you guys have to say. Once again, thanks to our sponsors, Fibke Dental in Rhinelander, Wisconsin, and Lavonia Technical Services. Special thanks to Mitch Lake for recording our introduction and our patron St. Doc McCreson for his generous donation to get this thing running. We hope you enjoy. Finally, thanks to the thank you notes for all the bumpers in this week's episode. If you like what you hear, check them out at Com.
1: You've been listening to
2: the Chasing McNaughton podcast, presented by Tech Hockey Guide, covering the Michigan Tech Huskies and the CCHA.
3: I did ask my daughter's piano teacher this week about sheet music for Angel, uh, Sarah McLaughlin's Angel, so we can do the spoof on the old uh <laughs> commercial for our Patreon commercial. But hopefully, she can get that learned here in a little bit so we can uh record that but apparently the commercial i already recorded worked pretty well getting two new guys this week so that's great hit stop